All right, it's November 26, which means two things. First, if you're in the United States, happy Thanksgiving. And second, it's time for the Daily Spinner Rack. I'm Dan, regular host of the Comic Book Pit podcast, here to talk about a random comic book. Today's pick is Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. number one, published by Marvel Comics, June 1968. 36 pages with a cover price of 12 cents with an amazing classic iconic cover by Jim Steranko. Speaking of Mr. Steranko, this issue was written, illustrated, and colored all by Jim Steranko, inked by Joe Sinnott, lettered by Sam Rosen, and edited by Stan Lee. So full disclosure, I am out of town this week with no access to my regular comic collection. I called on my comic book pit pals to help me pick some books from the Marvel and DC Comics services that I subscribe to. So thank you, Sean, for this pick. Now up to this point, Nick Fury stories were chronologically presented in Strange Tales, and the last issue of that series was Strange Tales number 168. The title of this issue is Who is Scorpio? The book opens with Nick Fury climbing up the side of a mysterious building while waves crash against the rocks below. There's an amazing two-page sequence of silent panels as he gains access to the building, burns his way through a door, and takes out a hapless guard with high-tech armor and weapons. As he pauses to figure out how to get through another sophisticated door, a mysterious figure rises out of the floor behind him, armed with a pistol. Before Nick even knows his assailant is there, shots ring out and Fury goes down. The figure removes his mask, only to reveal Nick Fury. Talking through a walkie-talkie, Fury tells Dum Dum Dugan that the life model decoy that they were testing will never replace real field agents. Dugan makes an offhand comment about how Fury got the LMD four times, but Fury objects, saying that he only shot three bullets. It doesn't take too long before Nick realizes that someone else tried to assassinate him. He finds a mysterious poker chip-sized disc with a symbol of the astrological sign Scorpio on it and wonders if the mysterious assailant is connected to it. We go to a nightclub in San Francisco, where a lackluster comedian, Flip Mason, finishes up his act. He asks the manager for a cash advance on his salary, and he gets turned down. Turns out the comedian has a pretty bad gambling habit, and he needs the money to pay off a man named Hackett, whose thugs are actually waiting for him at the club. Cut to Kansas City, Mitch Hackett, the same Hackett that Flip Mason is trying to avoid, A woman and another man, an unseen man, are in an executive suite. They're getting ready to head to Las Vegas for a job. Mitch brags that with the money he's going to make, he's going to go right to the top of the syndicate. In New York City, Nick Fury and Val take a stroll, and he tells her about the Scorpio token he found. Elsewhere, race cars are zooming around the track in the Monza Autodrome. A car with a Lamborghini engine wins, driven by one... Count Julio Scarlatti. While he holds up the trophy triumphantly, a Scorpio tattoo can be seen on his arm. Several days later, S.H.I.E.L.D. is testing weapons in the Nevada desert, using Nick Fury as the guinea pig. 
the first test of the EPBG system, that's a mouthful, which is a technologically advanced personal shield, goes off without a hitch, and they prepare to hit him with something even bigger. However, as Dugan gives the command, we see one of the shield agents near him has a Scorpio tattoo. Out on the testing range, Fury is kicking back and thinking while he's waiting for the next missile to impact. All of the intelligence agencies have completely different rumors about Scorpio, and no one has any idea who he is. Suddenly, Nick notices a breeze, which can only mean that the EPB has been turned off. Not a good sign. He tries to radio Dugan, but the line is dead. Knowing he has to get outside of the blast radius, some quick thinking lens leads him to radio another shield unit nearby for a rocket sled that runs on a track nearby. He tells them to get it started in exactly 10 minutes. Then he starts running towards the tracks, having a little over two miles to cover. And then he miraculously jumps on it just as it starts taking off, praying that it'll get him, that it'll get him outside the blast radius in time. Back at the shield bunker, a mysterious figure mentally congratulates himself on the efficiency of his sleep fumes. Suddenly, Nick crashes the rocket sled through the wall, firing weapons two-handed. It's this awesome two-page spread that only Jim Steranko could do. And we see that the mysterious figure is the none other than Scorpio. Fury's ready to rumble, but Scorpio pulls out what he calls the Zodiac Key. Fury grabs Val and makes a run for it. We cut to Las Vegas, where Flip Mason has exhausted the last of his money gambling. Now he feels like he has no choice but to hold up the casino in order to get the money he needs. Suddenly a strange man calls him over. The guy thinks that he's Hackett because other than Flip's glasses, he and Hackett look almost identical. The man hands Flip a briefcase that was intended for Hackett, claims it has $200,000 in it. Flip takes the briefcase and leaves. He has no idea who the briefcase belongs to, he just thinks it's a stroke of luck. Flip leaves just as Hackett enters. Hackett asks the guy about the money, and the guy says, I just gave it to you two minutes ago. Now he's wondering if he's being set up for a double cross, and wonders if he figured out that inside the briefcase is a bomb. However, Mitch was already suspecting a double cross. He draws and fires at the guy, and the guy also goes for his weapon. Back in the shield bunker, Fury returns to battle Scorpio after making sure Val is safe. He's unprepared for the power of the Zodiac Key, however, and Scorpio stuns him with a blast. Scorpio triumphantly announces his intention to kill Nick, but Nick isn't nearly as out of it as he seems, and a hand-to-hand battle ensues. Nearby, Hackett and the other uh, the other criminal are having a running gunfight, which has gotten dangerously close to the shield bunker. Inside, Fury has the upper hand on Scorpio. He's about to unmask him when a stray bullet from outside catches him in the shoulder. Scorpio seizes the upper hand and knocks Nick unconscious before escaping to his ship, promising to destroy the building and all inside. Outside, Hackett is fatally shot by his assailant, but he manages to squeeze off one more shot as he collapses. It goes horribly wide, however, and hits the fl- and hits Scorpio's ship, which is uh, flying above, in a critical spot. The ship starts spiraling out of control, plunges nose first into the desert. 
Val and Fury look on, sure that Scorpio must have perished in the crash, and still frustrated with the thought that they still don't know who he is. Not too far away, Flip Mason is placing a call to San Francisco in a phone booth to tell his wife and child about the money and thinking happy thoughts about how great the conversation is going to go. When suddenly the suitcase bomb detonates and utterly destroys the phone booth and flip. Pretty downer of an ending. Very, very noir. And speaking of noir, it turns out that the the issue's silent opening was inspired by a 1955 French noir film, Rafifi. The film's centerpiece is a half-hour heist scene depicting the crime in detail, shot in near silence without dialogue or music, which is uh, pretty interesting, and that, that kind of tracks, given Starenko's background and interest in those kinds of stories. So that's all for Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. number one, and for this episode of Daily Spinner Rack. Make sure to visit every day for a new review of a random back issue. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.